You're listening to the Hero Up Podcast with Jim Simcoe. Thanks for being here today. Let's get rolling with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hero Up Podcast. This is Jim Simcoe with Blake Eugene Bender. Say that middle name again, Only please. Only say it once. <laughs> Come on. Only saying it once. Come on. We're sitting outside on a beautiful Friday afternoon. Nice to see you. Nice to see you and all of your faces as you're listening. Thank you. Um, I don't know why I'm saying thank you to that. Yeah, you're so, welcome. Let's talk about how much prep I gave you for this podcast. Would you say it was 100%, 0%, I've been 1%? prepared for this my entire life. I'm <laughs> <You're> so ready. <laughs> I basically didn't tell him anything about it, really, other than texting you earlier today. Yeah. Uh, Blake has a really nice new haircut as well, which is- That's important. Look, you guys it, would love it. We'll, we'll take, we'll take a picture and throw it out there. Sure. A um, couple of announcements before, before we get into the show. So today's show is all about 20 health and fitness questions, kind of apropos to our conversation. Mm-hmm earlier, 20 health and fitness questions answered. I'm going to ask you these questions. You'll answer them. I may throw some impact or input into here, but it's largely, this is largely going to be the Blake show. This also ties into. This is, this is actually the direction I've been hoping the show would be going for a long time now. (laughs) Pretty sure it's going to be the Hero Up show with Blake Bender and Jim. Pretty sure it's going to be, pretty soon it's going to be the Blake, the Blake Bender show with occasional guest Jim. Jim. Until you get cut out. Until uh, I get cut out completely. Edit your parts out. Nice. So first thing, first announcement, this is kind of big. Uh-huh. You're on Instagram now, just you. I'm on Instagram. Let's talk party. about that. How did yeah. that happen and what, what brought uh, you to that, man? Man, so. It was a big conversation yesterday during our class. Is that right? Yeah, it really was. <laughs> Great. A class uh, of two people. Uh, oh, gotcha. You and Eric Seamus. So, um, so unbelievable. Yeah, so I am on Instagram now. I have been technically uh on instagram with a profile but uh really my time was spent managing the my gym's account mm-hmm. and learning stratum fitness it's awesome if you're not fitness. if you're not following stratum fitness you really should it's hilarious stuff out there man it's really hard it's it's weird to i had to learn to write from the perspective of a gym yeah and in a, not a gym in, gim no, not a, a more yeah, inanimate you know, a yes. dumber version yeah, of gym. Dumber, a slightly dumber version uh G-Y-M. that's possible uh I had to write from the perspective of an inanimate object or a community. Mm -hmm. And it's a weird thing to try to uh, understand how to develop a voice when you are representing an inanimate object. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I just felt as though uh, I have more to add, uh, primarily in kind of the fitness and wellness space in my own experiences. And much of the things that I have to say, it's not like super appropriate to go uh, it, to be shared for the the platform that my gym has, which is sure. you know, helping uh, uh, people find our, our business and, and sure, all sure. that good stuff. Um, and so this is just going to allow me to have more uh, dialogue and probably more just share my personal experiences and my intentions to, I don't know, four or five times a week, put, put a little post up and hopefully people enjoy it. Um, if you post any pictures of your cats... I don't have any cats. Okay. Well, if you get cats specifically for Instagram, yeah. that'd be very upsetting. That will, that will, that will not be good. No, not good. Not good. If you get cats just for Instagram. Oh, my whole life is, is becoming structured around Instagram. Do you know that one of my daughters has a, an account she started for Instagram for one of our cats, not the other one, just one of the cats. <laughs> just one. Yeah. No. yeah how, does that, how does the other cat feel? I'm sure situation? he doesn't care at all, but yeah, I'm she surprised my dogs don't have an Instagram account yet. I'm surprised. I'm sure. I'm it's sure if coming. Jess is listening to this podcast, yeah. there's a strong chance she's she'll probably making one as we speak. But, um, dude, I think it's awesome. I love the way you write, and I think it's awesome that you're doing this. I'm actually gonna give you a mic bump right now. Mic bump. That was. That was. I wonder when they listen to that. Is it just like when they hear the mic bump? I hope not. <laughs> no one's ever said. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so that's cool. So we will look for that. And it's just, is it just Blake, Blake Bender? Blake period Bender. There's a crazy number of Blake Benders on Instagram, it turns out. Blake Have you period thought Bender. about doing the whole Blake Eugene Bender as Instagram? That's handle? not happening. <laughs> what are the chances we could get your password? Maybe make oh that happen. Oh my gosh, that is not so not happening. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, that's cool. Funny. Let's move on. Another thing is um, I recorded last week a. I've had a lot of people ask recently about how do I get a job? How do I, you know, what am I doing with my life? Da, 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 da. So as you know, a lot of the coaching I do is around jobs, career consulting, career coaching, blah, blah, blah. So I recorded a video, a free video. It's on the website on how to land your dream job. So someone who actually doesn't want to start a business, but they want to land their dream job. It's on the website at jimsimco.com. You don't need to sign up. I'm sorry, jimsimco.com forward slash dream job. You don't need to sign up. It's on there. Check it out. If you like it, let me know. If you don't like it, don't tell me. It's not fair. Don't say it. That's all right. That's how I go through life. Perfect. That's fair. Um, so you're the expert in health and fitness. So let's get right into this. Let's do it. Let's do it. So I have 20 questions. We also have class starting in like 38 minutes. So I actually, we got crank are you, you're, you working out? Yeah. You're, okay. I'm not. I have a friend coming who I'm hanging out with, but you have other friends besides I, me. I is, do. What, what I do not. Is it's actually kind Let's of turn dope. the mic off, He's everybody. A, uh, my my buddy is a. Uh, I just met him, but he oh, is, good. works at Cirque du Soleil. Oh, he's, uh, he's a performer. <laughs> perfect. And so he's teaching me some shit. I'm teaching him him some shit, and should be good. Awesome. All right, yeah. cool. Well, let's get right into it then. So these are in no particular order, and I'm just going to rip through them. Rapid fire. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go, baby. So the first one, in terms of health and fitness, how important is flexibility to health? Uh, how important is flexibility to health? Um, I think it is one bullet point on an entire spectrum of physical characteristics that are absolutely necessary. Um, I think it is integral, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, I don't know. to one's ability to be healthy and pain-free. And if you can't stay healthy and pain-free, then your ability to continue to to, do, to you know, be physical and challenge yourselves in, in ways that you enjoy is going to be really challenging for you. And so right. if you neglect your flexibility or if you ne- neglect uh, th- that kind of facet of, of your physicality, then I think you are probably uh, putting a uh, shorter time span on how long you're going to get to enjoy those things for and, and uh, in a very real way. Huh. Interesting. What's funny is like, so when I grew up and when I was in my twenties and thirties, the big focus was on strength. Yeah. It was all about strength, making yourself stronger. You'll live longer. It's, I mean, strength. that's still the case. It's, it, yeah, it, it is, still but the, it's amazing how much more flexibility has been yeah. uh, prevalent in society. People, uh, a lot of people, especially if they're in like the functional fitness CrossFit space are mm-hmm. engaging in exercises that require a lot more flexibility. So right. if you're doing a, if you're doing a barbell curl, for example, that doesn't really require a whole lot of flexibility, but if you're doing just a, big biceps, even a front squat, like you have to have flexibility in the shoulders, at the wrists, at the hips, at the ankles, all these different things. Right. And so because, you know, if you don't have it, then it sheds a lot of light, light on that. I think people are uh, figuring out they have to address those things. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Thoughts on diet trends, recent diet trends like keto, intermittent fasting, no carbs, et cetera. What are, what are, what are your thoughts on those? Are there some common themes? And then also what is a, what is a, just a good sustainable way to approach yeah. diets? And I hate the word diets. So di- diets nutrition, what you nutrition eat, whatever, things. fueling yourself. Uh, I'm gonna diet, diet trends are probably going nowhere. Um, it's helpful. I think that they can be helpful because, uh, many of them 
mini diet trends, whether you want to call it keto or paleo or, or veganism or whatever the case may be, give people parameters around their eating that allow them to cut out a lot of the, the crappy stuff that they were consuming otherwise. Right. Um, and so oftentimes it's addition by subtraction of them not eating a bunch of, you know, shitty, highly processed, sugary, highly satiating foods. Um, I think the the major food corporations out there know that the human brain has like highly addictive is highly addictively drawn towards crunchy, salty, sweet, uh, tangy, all these like things that uh, like carbonation, all that stuff that just makes your brain say, oh, man, I want more of that. And um, it if you are in a rhythm and a habit of eating those types of things, it's really hard to kind of break that mental pattern of getting drawn towards it. And right. your body self-organizes itself to, to reinforce those things. So the, the bacteria that your gut produces um, start to feed, like are, are built upon consuming those foods as well. And right. so th- those that gut population is looking for more of that good stuff. And so it, uh, it, again, sends signals to your brain that you need to eat more of that. So it's really addicting is right. what I'm saying. Um, however, if you can get into a habit where where I think it is simple as this. I don't have uh, super, I, I try to stay non-dogmatic when it comes to eating as I think it's really easy for people to get into that habit of eating dogmatically. Right. Um, what do you eating, mean by that? Uh, like following a the, very strict pattern. Following a strict pattern saying this is the way you eat, this is the way you shouldn't eat, saying that like, uh, it just I think it's a more complex conversation than that. Like I, for example, I eat food for a number of reasons. I eat because it's comforting. I eat because it's nostalgic sometimes if you're in a certain you know situation. Uh, I eat to fuel myself. I eat to maintain a body image because I work in the fitness industry and there's a something you know a level of that that's important. I eat to make sure my cognition level stays you know stays high. Yeah. Um, and there's been plenty of times where I've like I'm not usually the the model example at least for the majority of my life of necessarily eating the way I think everyone should eat. Um, but uh, I just try to eat in a reasonable way relative to what I want to have out of my food, yeah. you what, know, my relationship with food, if that makes sense. Yeah. What's interesting about that, which I think is really refreshing, is that, and I got to give you credit for this, is that most people, when they define, most, most people in the health and fitness world, when they define how they eat or why you eat, the first thing they say is for fuel, whether it's yeah. your workout, yeah, yeah. for your day. You, the first thing you said was for comfort. Yeah. You went comfort, nostalgia, yeah. then fuel. And then you got to yeah, cognition. And I, and I'm just, not necessarily or, organizing them that way. No, my, but it's just my interesting. Goals, yeah, my goals vary. Like sometimes like I'm feeling relatively good. I want to socialize. Like if you have really, if you have really constrictive uh, food habits and eating patterns, right. um, it's easy to be socially isolated in that sense because for so many right, people, right, right, right. Um, for so many people that eating is a, uh, a social activity and it's like what you connect with people, like how many people go out to to pizza and beer on the weekend or, or right. that's how, like when you go home, home for the holidays, your mom wants to make all of your favorite things to eat. Like that's a common way that people socialize. And if you're like, oh, I'm actually doing this thing where I only eat, uh, lettuce and, uh, and I have some lemon squeezed into water at the end of the day. Right. Like it's just very socially isolated and it doesn't allow you to connect with people on the, the regular level. And so right. I think that, um, that's a car pulling. Yeah. Out. You have to, you have to view it with structure and like food absolutely is your fuel. You are, are you're this the very cells that your body's made are made up of are comprised of the cells the cells of the foods that you eat and the foods that your foods eat if you're eating animal products yeah um and so like all that shit matters but i don't think that like normal 
persons or people should uh, necessarily like view food only as fuel, but I think that they should recognize that is one of the primary reasons yeah. you're consuming it. Fair enough. Love it. All right, cool. All right. Build me a beach workout. I have 30 minutes and no equipment. What do I do? Uh, build you a beach workout. Yep. Um, so... And I'm saying this because, you know, it's summertime. It's summertime. Nice We're in San Diego. We're, We're in like five minutes from yeah. the beach. I could jog I feel there like right a now. complete wimp, though, because I'm in a sweatshirt right now. I'm yeah. so cold. Yeah, you're the, the how yeah, the tables I'm, have turned. I'm, I, I'm acting I'm like Blake in, I'm right now. I'm here in the nude. You can't see me, but I'm naked <laughs> yeah, yeah, right Blake now. Blake is in the nude. <laughs> I'm sunbathing. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, so beach workout. Well, average person, perfectly healthy. Uh, I would probably yeah. I would probably say, why don't you uh, do a little jog down the beach uh, take a dip, swim out to a buoy, assuming you're a good swimmer and back, come inside, play 20 minutes of beach volleyball. And like, I, I mean, my, my personal perspective is if you're in a setting where, and let, you know, unless you, you're just trying to get your, you know, three or four workouts in a week uh-huh. and you go to the beach and you get it done, then, then do your thing. But like, if I'm going to the beach, then I don't want people to be super, focused on like, I need to make this a, you know, effective workout uh, exercise. You want to make it fun. I want to make it fun and active. Like if you're, I guess that's the, where I'm going with it. I love it. Okay. So next question, kind of along those lines, what simple training equipment can someone keep in their car? I'll Um, tell you what I have, but I mean, I'm curious to see like, is there anything, I mean, you work, you know, you own a gym, so you're always working out here and you also have a full, you know, full blown gym at your house. So like a normal Joe Schmo what are some of the things they could keep in their car for like, you know, they have an hour and they're going to go apart. I have one. Uh, w- the first thing that comes to mind that's going to catch you. Why don't you guess really quick what you think it'll, oh, my suggestion will be the one right. thing to keep in your, to have in your car with you. I would think jump rope. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> iPhone, iPhone shit. You have, what? you have the entire, iPhone. you have the entire library of, of every exercise, every invention oh, at the disposal of your finger. Right. You know, I think it's all such right. a, it's such a wow, silly. You went really next level on it, that. It's, you, know, you said you were going to mail this podcast in and you were not going to repair. <laughs> this is pretty good. It's such a silly idea that you need equipment in order to like be physical or active or work out or whatever. Like I, I've been more productive. We have a, uh, we've, my wife and I've been in a uh, house for the last two years or so, and, and we ha- don't have furniture in one of the rooms. And I call that the handstand room. Uh, it's also where I, I uh, the dogs follow me in there, and then I make one lie on his back and I spin him around by his legs. <laughs> so those are the only two activities that take place in my room. But I get more shit done in that room than most people yeah. with an entire like arsenal of expensive you know, tank reinforced fitness equipment. And the idea that you need a whole bunch of fancy equipment is just a cop out for, for yeah. not being uh, creative or having like training literacy, as I call yeah. it. Yeah. I like that. You know what I have in my car? What's that? Since you're asking, <laughs> <laughs> I have a pair of basketball shoes. Yeah. A basketball. I have my workout stuff. Yeah. I have a towel. So if I do go to the beach and I want to jump in, yeah. Uh, change clothes, I have jump rope. Yeah. I think that, and oh, I have some bands too. Just okay. some bands. That'll get yeah. it done. Yeah. I mean, you I'm not saying it. like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. I mean, uh, quite frankly, I'm I'm very minimalist when it comes to those things. I think rather than requiring fancy equipment and, yeah. you know, even having like kettlebells or weights or things like that, like I don't want to lug that around. No, no, I wouldn't put that stuff. I, uh, I think that if you're creative and understand what you're doing, then you really need very yeah. little. I have, um, I have this, I used to have this fear that, I would go somewhere and someone would say, Hey, you want to play some basketball? Or hey, you want to play like we're playing a pick Nobody game ever softball. Asked. I'm never in that. It's never it's never yeah. once happened. I'm also but always I, in athletic attire, so I never like this find is myself true. in that. You're position. never in like, yeah. you know, business stuff like yeah. I am. Um and I'm always like 
I never want to be like the guy who can't play something because he doesn't have his stuff. Yeah. So like right now, if you're like, hey, let's go play basketball, I have all my stuff. Although we know how you feel about playing basketball against oh me. God, yeah. Clear, <laughs> clearly, that's not something you want to do because yeah. you haven't won ever. But anyway, yeah. um, even our most recent just, bet I lost on. on I know it's game. so great. We still have to work on it. Yeah, we still got to Annie up or yeah. even up. Well, let's get through this podcast. Let's, okay. <laughs> all right. Next question: um, What's the most effective way to lose body fat? Any blanket rules? Some of these, a lot of these questions aren't just coming from me either. Coming okay. from other people. Who who is submitting these? Mom, is that you? Mom, hello, mom. I hope you don't feel self-conscious about your body fat. No, it's not your mom. It's not my mom. Okay. It is top secret, though. Okay, Scott. I knew it was him. It's not Scott. Um, uh, the question is uh, suggestions for most effective way. To, most effective way to lose body fat. Any blanket rule. So I don't need like eat, eat good food consistently. Okay. You don't don't take a cheat day or a cheat weekend or a cheat meal. You should enjoy what you're eating, but you should have structure around it. Um, is the first thing. Find some physical activities that you enjoy doing, um, and you can and you can sustain doing on a regular basis. He's eating men again, people. It's it's barbaric. You should see it. It's so great. This is like the best thing ever. And uh, and resistance training, uh, two to three days a week. Okay. Uh, if if you stick with those basic principles, like move your body on a regular basis, do some resistance training, and eat a quality diet in which you're not like you know, going, blowing it out once or twice a, a week. Um, I think you should have a healthy body composition. If you don't have a healthy body composition, then you need to evaluate if you're doing those three things. Okay. Sounds good. What's your go-to healthy dinner? Uh, crock pot, uh, crock pot. I was, that's not one I was expecting. Inst- or I use an Instapot. Instapot's the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, Instapot and veggie, you know, veggie stir fry or, you know, veggies from the oven, whatever that's called. That, okay. So that brings up a question. I mean, do you, are you one of those people who think like, do you have to get veggie or not veggies? Are you like, Hey, I have to have protein every single meal. You know, I, I think I was more oriented towards that for a long time. Do you want to admit? Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, I definitely think that as I was a little bit younger and a little bit more focused on getting stronger and things like that, that was a bigger priority to me. But I I think that some of the tendencies that fitness culture puts out towards like protein, protein, protein and shoving that, that down your throat right. really overshadows how important it is that you have a diverse and varied plant-based option that you're consuming. And I, I mean, that is coming from a guy who does have a, a protein source is probably a main, a primary component of every single meal. Right. But I try to have as diverse, uh, a diverse set of plant food, whether it's going to be broccoli, which I wasn't always a big fan of, but I'm learning to like, or peppers or onions or a lot of green stuff, throw everything you got in there that's, uh, that grows in the ground. Yeah. All right. Like it. Cool. What can people do to prevent injury while working out? They can seek out somebody who knows what they're doing um, and make you know sure that they have a set of eyes. I don't know a single person. <laughs> I would, uh, yeah, no one comes to mind. Uh, make sure that uh, we're talking about working out specifically. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, yeah. I'd say find, find somebody who knows what they're doing that you trust and that you kind of has like the results that you're looking for and figure out what they're doing and try to follow in their path. Um, if the person that you're talking to is broken and doesn't move very well and all of those things, then I think that you're probably going to be in a, uh, rough top spot trying to follow in their shoes. Cause clearly the things that they've been doing isn't working for them. Right. Prioritize 
flexibility and movement quality with as much value as strength. Um, I think it's, you know, especially as a guy who's, you know, grown up in the athletic fitness culture and things like that, it's really easy to be focused and oriented on being strong and muscular. And that like, you know, definitely feeds the the ego and makes you feel good about yourself. But I want to also, you know, enjoy those things when I'm 40 years old, as opposed to when I'm just 20 years old. And I seen, I've seen it very frequently or I've seen it enough that the person who's too focused on getting as strong as they can, but doesn't allow their movement quality or their flexibility to match that, uh, they get injured or they get broken or they're constantly kind of like feeling a little bit stiff and achy and and it just doesn't make the process fun or sustainable anymore. Okay. That makes sense. Um, what do you do when you feel like you have plateaued in your workout or in your, you know, like in your, in the gym, when you feel like you've sort of hit a level and you're not really making any more gains? Uh, yeah. And I don't mean like, you know, actual lifting, you know, pounded. I mean, fuck, shoot. I almost. Fuck, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, shoot. <laughs> fuck, shoot. All right. Let's just start swearing like a motherfucker. Here we go. Blake, I, uh, I have been doing what I've been doing for 10 years. I was a gym rat when I, by the time I was 12, 13 years old already, um, and I am a natural athlete, meaning I'm not. He just I'm not enhancing. I'm, I'm not enhancing myself with uh, with anything pharmaceutically. Um, therefore, I'm not going to continue to get stronger at the rate I did from the ages of 20 to 23. Right. Um, and for that reason, uh, I have I've hit many plateaus. And what I do is I find other things that I'm. Sh- not good at. And I get excited about that. I try to uh, stay engaged intellectually and be excited about what I'm doing. And if I find myself like feeling stale in the process, it means that it's time for me to reorient myself. And so just to give you examples of that, there's been times where I really enjoyed powerlifting or Olympic style weightlifting. Again, I own a CrossFit gym, so you can imagine I've done a lot of that. Uh, right now I'm enjoying rock climbing again and gymnastic strength training. I'm trying to, uh, reclaim some of the flexibility limitations that I developed because I put so much emphasis in the split you did on the, on internet. Pretty impressive, huh? Dude, that was pretty, yeah. pretty impressive. Uh, it's a little bit misleading. I don't really like complimenting you, but I got to say It's a little was... bit misleading because my hips definitely went legs. back a little. Yeah, those were my legs. <laughs> uh, but I think that it's... I, it, you know, it really grinds my gears, Jim. Tell me. Is people that... Th- and I don't know anything about cars, but grinds my gears <laughs> sounds like it's bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, is the idea that, that people think that like that they're not completely in ownership of their lack of flexibility or that they're just naturally inflexible or that I'm strong or I've gotten strong and that's why I'm not flexible. Those things can be uh, had in congruence with one another. Um, and it's a cop out that you don't know what you're doing or you haven't gone down the path and learning how to address those things, which I think that's a, per- a more powerful perspective because it means that you're not just at the whim of like, that's just your reality. It means that you can yeah. figure the shit out and learn it. And I want to be able to squat 400 pounds and do the splits uh, as I think that- Well, how that- do you squat? I actually don't know. Uh, right now I don't squat a whole lot cause well, I'm like, doing if, you had a, if you had a max, squat. so I've, I've, I've done maxes before and like my maximum is 420 for example, which is not, which there's a lot of people out there who are like far better at that, sure, sure. you know, exercise than myself, it's a lot. but it's a lot for a person who's skinny and tall and like only does other shit. 40 pounds. Yeah. Person, you can't, you can't tell. You, you can't believe it. It's, yeah. So anyway, he's even shorter than me. He's like five, six, yeah, five, 40. five, four, five, six. Yep. It's a shame. All right. That's perfect. Thank you for that. Tell me why and how you cross train because I know you. I mean, you, you more than anybody, I think in here. It's funny, it's funny. I think we're very similar in this aspect, although you do it more at a bigger level than I do. 
You seem to do a lot of cross training. What I mean by that is you work out here, you go climbing, you have a friend from Cirque du Soleil coming today, do stuff <laughs> with you, you go mountain biking, you hike, you do all these different yeah. things. So how has that impacted your fitness? What do you recommend about that? And like, like why do that stuff? Are you doing it yeah. purely because you like it? Yeah, yeah. And that's it? Or is it like, do you see that adding value to you as well? I So the way I view training is everything is an opportunity cost. You only, if I, I view training the kind of the same way. opportunity cost, I like that. In the same way that you, you have limited time and financial resources, you have limited adaptive resources and potential and limited time that you can actually spend trying to build certain physical characteristics. And it is, the the activities that I do now are a reflection of the uh, things that I find val- you know think is valuable in training. So, for example, I spend a lot of time doing body weight or gymnastics st- strength training because it's kind of the antithesis of the things that come natural to me as a person who's like long limbed, relatively explosive, and has spent a long time doing like fast strength. Right. It's slow. <clears throat> it's controlled. It's methodical. The movement's much more complex, so it stimulates me intellectually. I think that it's good for me to. Uh, take on challenges that are like far more complex because it allows me to learn a lot more in the process. And that's important to me. I rock climb because it disallows me from, you know, just trying to add body weight to my frame, which I've done before in order to get stronger. Um, and actually negatively reinforces that it allows me to train or, or I guess not train, but just enjoy being active with my wife. Uh, I try to do something a little bit longer and active on the weekend that's out in the sun. Uh, but at the expense of those things, I'm not as strong in a traditional sense as I, I have been in the past. Uh, if I were to do a CrossFit style, you know, lung burning Metcon as it's called, I would be, you know, 70% of what I've been able to do at different times. But that's, but I'm okay with that. And, and, and those are things that I'm willing to give up because it's not that important to me to be able to, uh, you know, do a certain workout in a certain time period. Cause let's be honest, I can kill, still kick the butt of all of my members in here because I'm doing the other things and I've, yeah, give me a break. <laughs> uh, because the, yeah. you know, I'm, I've, you know, spent the time and, and, uh, just by having a, a infrequent touch on those things, I'm able to kind of manage it. So the way I spend my time physically is very much a reflection of what, uh, what is important to me. And, uh, yeah. So do you think of it? So this isn't a question, but you're bringing up something. So, because it, it seems like you have an you have a pretty healthy attitude about this. So do, are you kind of like you think of all of this stuff as it all it's, it's all intertwined? That's the first thing, right? And then it's all like it's almost like an experiment. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna put this input now and yeah, see yeah. what happens. I'm gonna take this input out, and that's what that you know that's what that one was, and I'm gonna change this one. So you're almost going into it with almost fresh eyes mm-hmm. as opposed to you're getting feedback and from the inputs that you're putting in and yeah. you're re- readjusting, you know, cause before you said something about getting, getting excited about going after your weaknesses, yeah. something along those yeah, lines. Yeah. And now you're saying, you, you know, you're, you know, you, everything is an opportunity cost. So it almost lo- seems like you think of it at a much higher level than most people. Cause most people I would think would think of it as like, I gotta get a workout in cause everyone yeah. tells me I need to be healthy. So I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. I'm not going to think about it. I'm yeah. just going to knock something out. Yeah. Because you're looking at it as a bigger picture, embracing it into your whole life. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, first of all, that's absolutely correct. And that is probably what I enjoy about training uh, or working out or exercise, whatever you want to call it, more so than than anything else is kind of the experimentation of it. Um, and I've learned, I've learned to engage in that process. And that is like very much become a big part of like, that's why in part I own the gym is because I've been fascinated about those things. Um, as time has gone on, uh, 
I'm able to, for example, relate more to the people I serve now as a you know, 29, almost 30 year old than I did as a 22 year old, uh, yeah. because I have more responsibility and less time. Yeah. And, uh, I'm just viewing that as a, okay, it's just a cool new challenge to take on as I get to understand how that constraint, uh, affects me from a physical sense, but it allows me to connect and relate. Um, as someone in the fitness industry, I feel like it is my responsibility to, uh, paint an accurate picture and to think about those things at much more in depth than the people that I serve. Um, and that's quite frankly, why a lot of people I think would want to come to myself or a facility like myself is because you're outsourcing. You don't have time to think about that. Like you have to be the best real estate agent or parent or, you know, whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing. Right. I'm, you're outsourcing that to me because I put way more thought into that and understanding what those opportunity costs are. Do you think along those lines? So, I mean, let's talk about this piece. And this is not necessarily a question, but it's a question. It's not one I had before, but so when you first start open the gym, it was definitely more of a CrossFit, just, you know, strict CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And recently the programming has been weighted way more towards functional fitness, like the philosophy of functional fitness versus just sort of tried and true Mm -hmm. CrossFit. Can you talk a little bit about the elevation or, um, evolution evolution of of it? Yeah. You know, this is something I really struggle with because I think there, and I understand why it's the case, but people need to like create labels and, and like try to find a way of defining what it is that you do much more so than I find that to be useful because, uh, you know, I I think there's probably a lot of other facilities that do similar stuff and have a similar like perspective, but there's also plenty of places that might call themselves functional fitness that do more like boot camp style training or they do, it's more, you know, uh, do a whole bunch of this and then run over there, do a whole bunch of this and then run over here, do a whole bunch of that. Um, the evolution, I think, is just a natural byproduct uh, in, of sophisticating over time and, and having a lot of opportunity to trial and error with a really broad group of people. And so we've just kind of like refined our practices in order to figure out what we find is the best combination of you have the most likely opportunity to, to progress with the lowest likelihood of injuring yourself. And there's, those two things are always going to be at odds. You can take really aggressive training and that probably gives you the, the highest likelihood of creating adaptation and, and progressing you know, from a physical sense. But on the flip side, it creates way more physical stress for you and it means that the likelihood of actually breaking down and, and your body not being able to tolerate it goes up. So you have to figure out where do you sit on that spectrum? Am I a really resilient person? Am I able to basically take everything physically somebody throws at me and you just get better, which usually is the 20 year old person who's really athletic, who, you know, doesn't have a lot of life stress and their schedule can be like built around their working out. Um, versus when you're 40, not only physically and biologically, are you, you know, not as, uh, as where you were 20 years ago, but you also got a lot more shit on your plate. So, right. right, right. Okay. All right. That makes sense. I like that. Um, how do you personally get the most out of each workout that you do? I don't always. Right. Right. But Probably I try not. to. But if I try to. When you're trying to, is there anything specific? Um, I've noticed a couple of things with myself recently that I've tried to do that I feel like I've gotten yeah. more, more stuff, at, you know, uh, I've gotten more out of the workout. Yeah, yeah. I think that, I think that, and my, my question is, I'm saying it probably the wrong way, but like the, it seems like, you know, you can turn your brain off, go to the gym yeah. and just work out yeah. and someone will tell you what to do. And, you know, an hour later you're done. But then you have other workouts where you're like, prepared going in, you feel mentally ready. Yeah. You're like, you're wearing, even sounds dumb, but you're wearing like the right clothes, the right shoes for it. And you're like ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, and you're early. Yeah. You know, I, I can definitely like kind of speak to that idea. I, 
I'm not perfect on this either because I also am, you know, if I'm here working out in the gym, in my, in my gym, then there might be somebody who comes in and I'm sure that people, when they note it, like I'll be in here and I'll be in workout mode and I'll be like serious faced and sweating and breathing heavy. And I try to give somebody like a quick hello or something like that. But people usually, usually read the energy of like, Hey, I'm focused on me right now. Like, yeah. you know, be, I'll, I'll be with you when That's you why need. I don't even try to say hi to you. when you. you yeah. As you shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, and that goes for outside of the gym too. <laughs> I see you on the streets. I'm looking away. You're uh, but, um, I think for me, going into the workout, understanding what I want to get out of it, you know, and maybe if you're not the one, like, you know, I might go in not having a plan for the day. So making sure that I've created a plan uh, for myself, if you're going to a facility that offers that and it's already done for you and knowing what you want to get out of it, like maybe, maybe today's been a long day and you're just like, man, today's a win just because I'm here. Like, I just want to come in here get something done, be safe, move my body a little bit and have a few laughs with my friends. That's great. If alternatively you're, you're thinking to yourself, like I'm really serious about X, Y, or Z goal. Uh, and it's a strength goal and you want to back squat a certain amount and you know that you need to progress, uh, progress through a certain series of, of squatting sessions, then you m- m- might need to be focused on that set of five at 225 is going to be really freaking tough for me. I'm going to wrap my head around like how tough that's going to be and, and put my best foot forward. Yeah. Um, so going into it with like knowing that, knowing what you want to get out of it. And then last thing yeah. is just getting really thorough warm up. I, oh, yeah, I think idea. that's the, la- the last Why one. Why is that so important? It just prepares you physiologically and mentally and transitions you from, uh, you know, whatever work mode, parent mode, relaxing mode into it's time for me to focus on myself and take inventory on how your body's feeling for the day and kind of get your brain connected to your body. Huh. Interesting. I have noticed that, um, what's cool about that is it, it sounds like you put a lot more thought into the workouts on a regular basis, on a general basis than a lot of people do. I think people show up and we know, you know, we know one guy who comes here all the time. I love him to death and he shows up late and he's getting changed while the workouts yeah, are yeah. people who show up late and get are getting changed while the workouts go. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But it's like I, I was like I know that I would never be able to do that. Yeah. Because I, I need to like get into some kind of mental yeah, space. Yeah, let me let me comment on that because I don't necessarily think like obviously I'd appreciate it if you showed up on time, like for sure. But dude, I, I don't, got in a car accident. I was yeah, you did. Glass. Uh I don't necessarily think that that's ne- always wrong for that person because the individual that you're you're speaking of is basically able to go from Ooh, zero to a hundred, yeah. and uh, and he's able to like be fully engaged in it from what I can tell. Um, and that works for him. We do the thinking for him. We make sure that like you're doing what you should be doing and that's effective and strategic and all that stuff. Um, but he's basically able to go into, you know, athlete mode, right. With the flip switch. And so I, I don't think that's necessarily a problem. There are people that do that same thing and who aren't very effective at it. And if that's you, then maybe you need to go through a more methodical process, but, um, that's not always like, that doesn't mean that's wrong. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right on. Only have a couple more questions. Um, talk to me about that, about the importance of tracking workouts. You know, I've evolved my thoughts on this over time. I do think if you are simply a person who working out and getting something in is a win and you're okay knowing that you're probably not going to progress, at least from a uh, quantifiable, this performance metrics improved, this performance metrics improved, I'm right. squatting more, I'm running faster, whatever the, whatever's important to you, then it's not as important um, as long as you're able to have accountability and like working hard and working thoughtfully. Um, but if you are somebody who does give a shit about that and 
you know, then you look back on why you haven't progressed the way that you, that you wanted to. And you realize, oh, it's because instead of doing five tough working sets of such and such, you're doing two tough working sets. It's all in the numbers and, and, and it should stare you straight in the face. So if you're, if you're serious about that and I'm not saying you should be, um, but if you're uh, serious about performance progress, then you need to be quantifying it because quite simply it like is the roadmap to what you've been doing. And that tells you how to, to progress from there. Okay. That makes sense. What about, um, uh, supplements you take anything uh, you recommend anything i got a guy in mexico i'll, I'll let you know who, i'll let you know <laughs> uh it's my belief that it, if you're taking supplements that you know that your diet or life is deficient in something and if i pretty straightforward if you're not an athlete i don't think you deserve to be taking supplements because you need to be eating whole foods and and uh, focusing on the basics uh-huh. getting some quality protein in yeah. getting lots of fruits and vegetables and you know f- you know fiber and good quality fats and things like that um and if you're deficient in something which like uh based upon the word supplement it should be supplementary supplementary to those things I think a lot of people are trying to take whey protein or taking BCAAs or whatever the heck, heck it is, um, kind of out of out in out of line, and and they don't really have the pri- priorities or the most important shit kind of stacked in their favor. So, okay. um, yeah, that makes sense. That's cool. That's interesting. So you have to earn the right to take supplements by get, getting your diet straight first. Yeah, diet, lifestyle, all those okay. things are more important. Last question for you: Who's your favorite podcast co-host? Man. Uh, Blake Bender for sure. <laughs> this should have been something that you just got like you knew right off well, the top I was of your gonna, head. I was gonna like, say I'm you. Curious as to what took that so I long. I was gonna say you, but then I I thought no, it's me. It's I'm I'm my favorite. <laughs> hey, it's you. Um, thank you. Love you too. Um, I almost want to say a shout out to Big Rob. Big Rob listened to our podcast. Big Rob. He listened to it going cross country and he said it was awesome. He said, I listened to like six of you guys. And he oh, said, yeah. Really fantastic. So thank you, Big Rob, for checking it out. Can- getting a lot of comments recently. So thank you guys for listening. This is, this is really cool. Did you know I know more than one Big Rob? Isn't that weird? But there's only one that's close to my that heart. That is weird. Yeah. That is weird. Do you, I feel like we this conversation go in so many different ways, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll ask even though I shouldn't. Where where do you know the other big Robs? Oh, uh, from back home in Sacramento. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, he's it. not he's not a part of my life anymore. He's not a part of your life anymore. <laughs> That's a topic was, for a different yeah, day. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Blake has a single tear going down his yeah. chin. I'm not it's really okay. sure. What, what no, that, it's it's okay. I hardly know the guy, but he's a big Rob. He is a big Rob. Yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to be at the point where I'm ever going to be a big Jim. We'll get you there. Give I don't some, know if I want time. to. Sign up for the ten year plan. We'll get you. I don't know if I want to. Um, all right. Thank you guys for checking out the show. Remember, follow Blake on Instagram. Please Blake follow Bender. Blake dot Bender. Not sure why I didn't throw Eugene in there, but yeah. that's his problem. And then um, go to the site, jimsimco.com forward slash dream job. If you want to learn how to land a dream job and please leave us a review, send us comments, emails. I read all of them. I love them. It's easy to read all of them because we don't get a ton of them in, but we appreciate you guys listening. And if you have any show topics, most of the show topics we have come from people who've listened to the show or who will hit me up and say, Hey, what do you think about doing this? Will you do this? So thank you guys very much. I'm going to check out that landing page for the dream. You really need to do. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast today. Really appreciate you guys listening in. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And you can always check us out online at heroupmedia.com, heroupmedia.com. Talk to you guys soon.